Okay, everybody. We're back. We're late, but we're back nonetheless. I was in Barcelona, as you know, if you know a goddamn thing about I mean, imagine being someone who tunes into this podcast and doesn't know what I'm up to. I posted a bunch about it. It was an enjoyable trip, man. I felt good. I it felt good. It felt good to travel. It felt good to broaden my horizons. It felt good to see what's going on in other places that aren't here. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, I always travel and I expect it to be just wildly different than anything I'm used to. And it's never, I'm always driving from the airport where, wherever I land, whether it's, you know, international travel, domestic travel, whatever. I'm always expecting like when I go to Cali or when I go to, you know, just someplace new, I land at the airport, I get in a, a cab and I drive and I'm like, you know what? This shit just looks a lot like the expressway on Long Island. What the fuck did I fly nine hours for to drive down 347? That's all I'm doing. I'm just driving down 347 way further away than it needed to be. <laughs> but then, you know, you get you get deeper into it and, and then it becomes much more different. Although I will say where I stayed in Barcelona, at least it, it felt a lot like Fifth Avenue, or not Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue, rather, in Manhattan. A lot of fucking, you know, I'm always like, I'm, and it's, you know, it's Tiffany's, it's Balenciaga, it's Gucci, it's Rolex. And I'm always expecting it to be like just brands that I don't know. I'm like, where's fucking Yo Tango Monsieur Bictari? Where's that? Why are they brands that I already know? Have your own shit. Even though it is there, I don't know where Gucci originated from. Maybe it is originally Spanish. I don't know. But I go there, I'm always surprised that it's just like, why do I feel like I'm in America? But then, you know, you go, you get off the beaten path and then it's way different. Not way different, but it's different. I didn't even spend, we spent a little, we only, we didn't spend that much time in Barcelona because that was the meetup point. Then we took a bus to Costa Brava, which is where the wedding and the ceremony and the reception and the, and the rehearsal dinner were, which was, I mean, outside of the hotel and the kind of resorty thing we were staying in, it felt a little, felt a little barren, felt a little third world country-ish. But Costa Brava, I mean, probably the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at in my life. The room was, was fine, but it's more about the location and what was going on. You just, you took a fucking flight of stairs down to the best beach you've ever been to. In my life. It's what I needed. So it's what I've been fiending for. Just some sort of tropical getaway. God damn did I want to dip my dick in a fucking smooth sand, clear, calm, water having beach. And boy, I didn't dip my dick in it. I fucking let it marinate. I was in that water too long. And I love that because I don't get to, I'm a big water guy, but I'm not a big water guy if I can't see what the fuck's going on around me. That's why water on Long Island is like I I go in, I dip it in, I bounce because I'm I'm too I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what I can't see. But this water, ah, oh, I had my goggles on. I was fucking dipping and diving, jumping and swirling. There were some fish, not many. There's a little school of fish in there a little bit. It was good. I don't know what I'm doing here. 
I don't know if I, it's like anything else that I would just get sick of it pretty quickly if I were to stay there for just a long time. But it's, I feel like if I lived in just a place that was like that, you know, I wouldn't need a podcast to just freak out about shit once a week. I feel like there'd be a, a calmness about me if I just, if I just, if I was just able to stew in the Mediterranean Sea for an hour a day. Just lay in the sand and get cooked by the sun for 45 minutes a da. I'd be a little more zen. I'd be a little more serene. But I'm not. I'm here. I live in the city and I take on the personality of wherever I live the fuck in. You know, that maybe, so maybe it would work out. I seem to take on the personality of wherever, wherever I am. Long Island. Unnecessarily aggressive and unappreciative is what that town is like. And that's kind of what I am. New York City, forget about it. Just irritated, irritable, chaotic. Never satisfied, no matter how good shit can be. I enjoy ripping people off, just like this town does. Dude, we just got word of... Uh, we Obviously, you know, we're not planning on re-upping on our lease here. We're getting the fuck out of here. But we just got word about what our new rent would be if we were to stay. <laughs> it's going up 1200 bucks In the span of a year, in a home, in a building, in a box that's been upgraded zero in any way, shape, or form. In fact, the only thing that's happened is that this building is now one year older. So if anything, the price should be going down. But it's going up 1200 bucks. I'm not going to lay out for you what we pay now, which is already too much. But to be charging people with this rent going up 1200 bucks means that the yearly payment on this apartment would be over $60,000 a year. No way. I don't care where you are. Maybe if you're on the beach of Costa Brava and around it are the best stores, restaurants, designer fucking clothing store. You know, if you're surrounded by just godlike shit, maybe then you could justify paying 60 grand. I mean, in no way, shape or form should a 520 foot square apartment, an apartment with seven inches of counter space, an apartment with not one real wall dividing any of the rooms, an apartment that's heated by a radiator and needs an in-unit air conditioner, an apartment with no dishwasher, an apartment that you need to get your heart rate up to 90 beats per minute just to get to it because of the stairs that lead up to it. There's just no way that you should be paying 60 grand a year for a thing that you don't even own. This city has lost its fucking mind. It's out of its gourd. It's out of its gourd. I get it. There's good coffee shops. I get it. There's good food. I get it. Comedy clubs are nearby. There's a Trader Joe's. There's a Whole Foods. There's also the smell of shit and piss. Every three feet you walk. There's also people who 
Let me just describe for you an occurrence I had the day before I left for Barcelona. I was sitting in an Uber outside immediately outside of my apartment. We're sitting in traffic because that's another thing the city has 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Gridlock, thick. I'm sitting in the Uber. I roll the window down because I like fresh air. Okay, there is an insane person coming down, coming down the block, just yelling, screaming, cursing everybody out in Juice Generation. It's a big glass window. He's calling everybody a fucking fag, a piece of shit. You should all die. And I, look, man, I was looking right at him and he turned quicker than I expected him to turn his attention away from the Juice Gen. And we locked eyes. And he, without missing a beat, just yelled, in your mouth, motherfucker, and then pulled his pants down and showed me his penis. Which, of course, was bigger soft than my shit has ever been hard. And yes, he was black. And maybe that's why he's insane, because his dick needs so much blood to function that his brain isn't getting enough. I've met people of all races with big dicks. I haven't really met anybody of great intelligence that has had a huge piece. I'm talking about like egregiously big peckers. So maybe it is due to the fact that having a large piece, just a big missile of a pecker, requires so much blood for it to function that the brain doesn't get enough to function at a high level. It's a pretty logical inference. Although I will say that the lack of intelligence may have something to do with the willingness to pull their penis out in public and show me rather than the size of it itself. But, uh, you know, I'm not a scientist, so I can't say for sure. But anyway, speaking of people being naked in public, that is, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw, you saw how nice that fucking beach was in Costa Brava. And, uh, and then slowly I started to realize, hey, there are women on this beach with their tits out. What's going on here? And my wife was like, yeah, they don't, it's not a big deal to women. In Spain, it's not, it's not a faux pas to have your fucking melons hanging out in public on a beach. And I was like, this is the best beach of all time. I already thought it was the best beach of all time. And then the only thing that could have made it better was naked women. And then they fucking were there, man. And the most shocking part of it is that normally when you see pictures of like nude beaches where people are like, this wasn't a nude beach. People weren't fully naked. It was just tits. Guys weren't naked at all. But when you're on it, when you see pictures of like a fully nude beach, it's, beach, it's usually people you would never want to see naked. The women that were naked on this beach are women that you would have been like, if she had an OnlyFans, I'd subscribe to it. Good, good, just fucking young Spanish sacks of fat. Out in the open. I, I'll say, I will say 68% of the tits that were out on the beach were probably medically enhanced. Which, you know, 
I probably lean more towards a natural tit than a fake one, but I'm not going to be picky when they're just showing them to me fee-free while I'm just floating in Earth's pool. I mean, dude, the only thing that's fucking more enjoyable than floating in a crystal clear pool provided by Mother Nature is doing it with a half a dozen pairs of fantastic tits looking back at you. What an enjoyable three day. I thought it passed away. I went to heaven, dude. If I could fucking design like a portion, if, if like, if heaven was like a bunch of rooms that you could design and just spend time in, you know, you remember in like Inception when Leo's got like the five floors of memories he would go to, to try and relive and enjoy. If that's what heaven was like, one of my rooms would for sure be a fucking beach off of the Mediterranean with European tits just pointed right at me. Couldn't believe it was a fucking, couldn't believe it was real life. Fake tits are great. I prefer fake tits. I can totally handle it's when you get work done your fit to your face is a thing that doesn't really appeal to me. I feel like every woman that's ever had like a good amount of work done to their face looks like they can be related. They have that weird, like their nose kind of points up now. They got no indent on the top of their lip. They all kind of look like if in The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, there was the town slut that resided in Whoville. They all kind of look like that's where they came from. And I don't know if it looks, if it's necessarily hot. I wouldn't call it hot. It's a specific look that is just kind of unhuman. No human looks like that until you have the work done. And they definitely get laid a lot because there's some guys who are attracted to it, but I don't think it's the look that makes them attracted to it and want it. I think it's, you see that face and you're like, all right, you did that because something's a little off internally. And when something's off a little internally, you're usually down for some wild shit in the bedroom. Does that make sense? I want to talk about this Brittany Griner situation quick because I keep, I've been seeing tweets about it for a long time and it's obviously been an ongoing news story for a while, but the, the tweets I see about it are the same tweet over and over and over again about how if Brittany Griner was LeBron James, she would be home already. What is this constant comparison of Brittany Griner and LeBron James? All right. If Brittany Griner was LeBron James, she'd be home already. Yeah. If any other random benign American was LeBron James, they'd be avoiding hard times as well. Fuck is the point of that saying? I hoop on the weekends. I don't walk into Nike being like, 
If I was LeBron James, I wouldn't have to pay for any of this, would I? Just because Brittany Griner plays hoops doesn't mean she's going to be awarded the same luxuries of one of the world's largest and most prominent stars. Am I saying that's fair? No. But were you just born? That's how the world works, unfortunately. Okay, if I started walking into comedy clubs, being like, if I was fucking Jerry Seinfeld, you'd add me to the show, wouldn't you? That would be unreasonable. I'm sorry, but Brittany Grinder doesn't deserve the type of respect that LeBron James gets. LeBron James has built like 20 fucking schools in third world countries for impoverished children to attend so that they can make something of themselves. Brittany Griner needs to get a second job in the offseason. Now, I don't know if that's true. That's an assumption I'm making. Next subject. <laughs> I heard somebody use the term special needs in place of retarded recently. I don't think special needs is a good alternate to the word retarded. Okay, I feel like it's inappropriate. All right? Like, my wife needs to get off multiple times a week, otherwise she turns in to the Fuhrer. That's a special need. I need her to be down to make the money and ignore gender roles created by society because comedy doesn't really pay yet. That's a special need. My autistic cousin only eats peanut butter jellies on Wonder Bread four times a day at the exact same time, hasn't picked up on the English language or emotional cues in their 28 years on this planet. We are not the same. We can't be. Because if we are, I shouldn't be allowed to be having a child. Next. Subject. <laughs> what if I just aggressively jump from topic to topic anymore? It's more efficient, don't you think? I don't need any fucking falsely constructed segues. I want to talk about space. And I'm gonna. Um, and the, re the reason I want to talk about space, I watched uh, Interstellar. was one of the movies I watched on my flight to and fro Barcelona. Um, and I'd never seen it before. What? What a fucking, I, what a movie, dude. I can't believe Christopher Nolan. That guy just fucking knows what he's doing. What are the, what are all, obviously, you know, he did dark, the dark nights. What has he done? Inception as well, which I mentioned on this episode. What other movies has he done? I mean, he, I guess he may be my favorite fucking director because I can't even really name other ones. And the fact that I just even know him by name is a big deal. Oh, he did this new movie with Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer. I got to check that out now. Oh, The Prestige I heard was fucking sick. I didn't see that. He did Memento and Dunkirk, a movie I was just talking about a couple episodes ago, which I loved. Um, and Interstellar just got me fucking fascinated with space, bro. And I try to not even think about space because it fucks with me too much. But just, I mean, we need to pour more and more money into NASA and, and space exploration. 
I don't know what my stance on that in earlier episodes was. I'm sure I said something that's probably um, hypocritical of what I'm saying now, but I'm, I, I'm a changed person. I'm all in on space. And, you know, a lot of people, their counter, their counter argument to fucking pouring money into space exploration is like, what we, we got to fucking, we got to fix this planet. We got enough, we got enough problems here. Why are we focusing on other planets that we're not on? We got to get this one right. We have homeless people here. Why don't we put the money into them rather than figure out what's going on outside of our galaxy? Let's worry about where we're at now. Listen, dude, all hope is lost for this place. This place is in fucking shambles. It's completely corrupt. All the people at the top are completely manipulating us into believing everything we, we fucking believe. All right, I'm not an individual. I switch diets aggressively every three years. I don't know who I am. I am lost. But what I do know is, Earth is fucking round, and we need to fucking explore other places that are also round. I don't give a fuck about homeless people. Okay? Don't spend money on space exploration. We got homeless people here we gotta help. Does the homeless, legless, schizophrenic man really need an apartment that he's probably gonna burn down? Instead of us figuring out how wormholes work. Does the guy who yells racial slurs and pulls his dick out and tells people to put it in their mouth really just one more opportunity shy of getting it all together? No. Let's figure out if there's another planet nearby that we can start fresh on. Let's figure out how the dimension of time works and if we can communicate through gravity across it. I think that would be more beneficial than giving the guy who prefers to shit in planters rather than the public restrooms available to them a toilet that works. Okay, even if he has an accessible toilet, he's going to go outside. And shit on the curb because that's the only way he feels anything anymore. Let's figure out what's inside of a black hole. Instead. That's how I feel. Um, Alright, I think that's it for this episode. I've had a great time chatting with you guys. And airing my grievances. And describing my trip. Please rate and review the podcast if you have not. And a lot of you have not. Get me to 100. Come on, baby. Let's do it. Also, join the Patreon if you're interested in more content. Shout out to the newest Patreon member, Carly McManus. I see you, Carly. Thank you. Shout out to true producer, Brandon Arner. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to true producer, Stacy Madison. Shout out to Chris Atchison. Shout out to John Burhop. Shout out to Paul Shout out to Kyle Horner, who is the true producer. Also, <clears throat> also true producer, Michael Vanover. Also, another true producer, Nicholas Langren. Another true producer, Liz fucking Harwood. Shout out to Philip Free, Kaylin Andy, John Ogren, who is a true producer. Shout out to Kai, Melissa Pryor, Chris Manfredi, Trevor Vack, Riss. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Go on over there. Go on over there. Join the real family. Going over there. Join the blood family, as we call it. The rest of you are just second cousins over here. 
second cousins I love, but wouldn't die for. I'd die for people on the Patreon. So go on over there and earn my respect. Patreon.com slash Comedy. Going over to the YouTube and uh, subscribe and like those as well. Um, either way, even if you're doing the bare minimum here and just listening to the, to the podcast, I still appreciate you. You're the shit. Um, fill out the uh, contact form on my website if you have not. Let me know what city you're in. It's going to help me build my stand-up tour, which I hope to do in the near future. All right? Stay safe. Love you guys.